All right, so yesterday- This is a new one for me. <laughs> yeah, we don't have this on Christmas Eve. No, me, me, me neither. <laughs> Casa <laughs> Duran don't have this. <laughs> Sugar Robinson. Um, so I got a text from uh, Clinton updating me about what he did yesterday. So Did you hear what he yeah. had on, his, on tap yesterday? Man, I saw his Instagram. All right, yeah. continue. The, the pet party at his yeah. apartment building. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yesterday he was talking about what he should bring, all that good stuff. I don't know what he brought, but uh, yeah, from the Instagram, <laughs> there's a bunch of pictures of um, him and his nice little festive wear, but the, all the pets were wearing clothes. All the pets were in like sweaters and all that good stuff. Not really my bag, but then I asked him like, hey, how was your, how was your um, pet thing? He's like, it was so fun. So I feel like there's more to this story. So I feel like he was like he didn't respond to me yesterday when I texted him yesterday about how it was going. He didn't respond to me today about how it was going. Oh, so a little bit of a lag time. Yeah, he was having a good time. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he did. When did you When did you reach out to him? I reached out to him about like eight o'clock last night because I was thinking he hit you back till this morning. Yes, it's Thursday night. Could have been laying the groundwork. No, maybe he met someone there. Maybe one of those dogs in the pictures are. um, a lucky person. Would you have gone to such an event? No, I don't like animals. Nice. <laughs> simple as that. that I don't like that pets. That simple? Yeah. I don't like pets. I'm not going to be around them. Like People are like, oh, how do you not like pets? Because I don't. Like, oh, would it, like if a girl has like a dog and sleeps in her bed or anything like it's that. It's a no, deal breaker? Just Having a dog might be a deal breaker. Just, really? Yeah. I just don't like dogs. I, I, I'm still traumatized from when I got bit as a little kid. I, I don't people, get over it. No, I have like, a dog and nor will I ever have a dog, but I'm all right with them. It's not a deal breaker. Yeah, I'm all right as long as they're away from me. <laughs> like, yeah, as long as you don't have to see it, touch it, feed it, walk it, clean up after it, yeah, that kind of deal. As long as it stays outside. It's, yeah. it's those dogs that get on you, and I know people are like, oh, they're just sniffing you out. Well, you know what? Maybe I should be sniffing that dog. Maybe I don't want to hang around with that dog. Go ahead. See what happens. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, dogs being in beds is a huge red flag. No thanks. Like, they should not be in your bed. They can be in your room occasionally, but not in your bed. No, thank you. I'm with, but we had a dog. It was out, the dog was outside 80% of the time. He'd I come mean, in the house to sleep at night, but that was about look, it. Dogs look cute. They're great on Instagram. That's why you create an account for your dog. That's great. It's fantastic. And then what happens? You get married and you have a girlfriend or your boyfriend. All of a sudden, the dog's Instagram account doesn't get posted anymore. <laughs> Just, what kind oh. of dog bit you? A pit bull. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I was a paper boy for the Daily Breeze and a pit bull got my the heel. Daily Breeze. Well, that'll yeah. do it. Daily Breeze doesn't exist anymore. I was the afternoon edition. That still how, exists. No, I'll, it was the, the afternoon the edition. The afternoon one, oh. right? Can yeah. you imagine? Like two papers a day? Yeah. Like I'll, you'd get the one in the morning, and then they'd have the one that would land, yeah. was like four or five o'clock, something no, like that? Uh, it was after elementary, so I, I deliver mine about four o'clock-ish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. about that. Yeah. You had the bike with the basket, yeah. you're flinging them out. And no, I, had, I, I delivered. It was not a basket. It was you had the bag and it was on. Oh, the, like on, that canvas bag. The canvas the bag that was on yeah, your yeah, handlebars. Yeah. Uh, I was like fourth, fifth, and sixth grade. I'll do that. Did the dog mess you up, or did it just scare you real bad? It just scared me. I mean, yeah. remember pit bulls? When oh no, no, I yeah. Pit bulls are good <laughs> dogs when they're taken care of, but this was like a like the guys let the dog loose. I've told the story many times. The guys were just like messing with you, and they were like, oh, they let the dog loose. And this guy, this pit bull, I remember it was on a. He didn't have a leash. He had a chain. So That's you a, you can imagine talk about red flags. So you can imagine what kind of people were laying the dog loose. They're, okay. they're up to no goods. So I'm walking when. Uh, no, I like Pitbull. He puts on a party. I <laughs> I usually leave the Rams game um, about halfway through the fourth quarter because I got to get over to Hollywood Park Casino to the post game show. Right. Okay. So I walk from SoFi. That's there. a long walk for you. Yeah, it's like 15 minutes. Oof. It's it's not too bad. So anyway, I take the same way every time. This was two two three games ago. There's this dude walking a pit on a chain. 
that had the, the links better were like each mm-hmm. link was like this. It wasn't yeah. like a like a dog. It was like a chain that you'd tie down a ship with. Yeah. It was one of those things. Dog had a muzzle on it, mm-hmm. and the the dog was walking the dude. The dog was so strong. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you're, you're bringing that to the Rams game. You're yeah. bringing that to the SoFi Stadium part. The, the crowd's just about to let out, and that's the moment you're taking that pooch for a stroll. It, yeah. I I I'm not scared of dogs. I quickly crossed to the other side yeah. of the street. So man, you're at 10 years old you're on your bike and you're pedaling fast and it's chasing you and it's like oh man just nip you or just, did it, it just bite nip. you like i mean the story now 40 years later oh it, it, it mauled me but at the time it just got like little teeth marks in it it wasn't that bad it wasn't bad i got up the next day to do my route all right so the dodgers have done nothing so far right no Syndergaard, yeah whatever kind of a mid-level move um None of the big-name pitchers, none of the big-name position players have, have come to L.A. Correa is up in San Francisco. Yep. Bogarts is now here in San Diego. The Padres tried to get Judge. The Padres tried to get Turner. They do get Bogarts. They went and got Soto last year. Uh, still got Tatis and Machado. San Francisco was all in on Judge. They're going big. Dodgers just kind of laying pretty low. Why do I feel like it hasn't really changed all that much? That When the season starts, maybe on a piece of paper, the Padres might have a better lineup, one through nine. But it still feels like it goes to the Dodgers to me. It still feels like they're going to do the things that they need to do to have the best team in that division. Absolutely. And I went down to the winter meetings last week uh, in San Diego and just talking to people, being around. Everybody knew the Padres were going to be players. Yeah. I don't think the... To this degree? They were going to be players, but not getting what they wanted. That was the consensus Like from a lot of people was, yeah, the Padres are going to be in there. They're kicking the tires on everybody. They're going to be in the mix. They're going to be final contestants with everybody else. To get that much money spent, and you know, some people have said it. Where are they getting this money from? Well, the influx because MLB has just sold Bam, one of the technologies, and the, the teams are getting an influx of money. Mm-hmm. The Dodgers, a lot of the talk was that cap, that tax is real, so they got to get under that for this year. Not that they have to. Because they'd be a repeat offender, and exactly. there's a multiplier effect. It's huge, yeah. and it's not that the Dodgers are worried about money. To spend on quality players is not that. It's just more of let's get the money under control because, yeah, Correa is a big deal. Bogart's a big deal. But 13 years, 11 years. That's what it at, is. At those positions. And you're going to be 40. Crazy. The, and the contracts, remember two years ago, the contracts were three, four year contracts. Yeah. Big money up front. So you're going to give a guy like Bogart till he's 41, Correa till he's 41. Now, I really thought Correa. Had a real shot of coming with the Dodgers. And I would have loved it just for the trolling factor of all my friends who hated Korea. And I knew they were going to have to buy a Dodgers jersey and, and cheer for him. That's how, that's how petty I was. I was coming around to the idea. I still hated it, but I was going to live with it. He's if so it happened. damn good. That's he's, what I mean. He's so and that's damn what good. it is. And, and if they needed him to become a World Series team, fine. But I'll, I'm I'll okay over. with not giving him 11 years oh, yeah. to play a shortstop. There wasn't the one deal that went down. The, the only deal that got signed that was a big dollar deal, big name guy, I'm like, Eh, if the Dodgers would have done that same dollar for dollar, mm-hmm. year for year deal, I would have been like, yeah, okay, I would have been okay with that, was Verlander. Every Everything else that arm. was, was I'm not giving Bogarts no. 11 years. I'm not giving Correa 13 years. Trey Turner, had the Dodgers done that, I would have been okay with that too. I'm, that one feels more because he's one of your guys and he fits in so well the way that he does. But all of those other deals just feel, out. they're out of their mind. And the fact that... Andrew Friedman and the Dodgers like, yeah, you guys go do all that. We'll, yeah. just, we'll sit over here. Fills me with a great deal of confidence. A, a, because I think I think they're going to do something better. I feel like mm-hmm. something, may, maybe not before the start of spring training, maybe not even before the start of the season, 
But the Dodgers just didn't one day wake up and say, we're not going to spend any money anymore. There's a plan with it. Of course. There's, and the thing is, I'm not. I'm never going to go against the Dodgers front office for what they do. Couldn't agree more. Uh, because of their track record. And now, this is Perry Manusian and the Angels, and you're wondering what they're doing. Then you have every right to question them. But every single year, Friedman is doing something to make the team better. So this Dodger organization, the Dodger fans have been spoiled. Because every offseason- Are they still the best team in that division, you think? Yeah. I think so, too. Yeah. It's just, right now- for example, you go to Mastros last night. Yeah. Next time Seafood you see Tower. next time you see Key, he's like, "Hey, we're gonna go to uh, Panera." <laughs> okay. Uh, Sounds good. Cool. <laughs> uh, make a good sandwich. Okay. And the next thing you're like, okay, but after that we're gonna go back to Mastros. <laughs> we're gonna get the Seafood yeah. Tower. And then right. um, next time you go back to Mastros, but then you only get the salad. Oh, I forgot that we had chopped salads okay. too. I forgot that part of it. So it's menu. like, hey, Key, I know you got the money for the butter cake, but what's up, bro? Why are we getting <laughs> only salad here? Because he's being you, you. You get used to top shelf, and that's what Dodger fans have become accustomed to getting top shelf free agents, getting whenever they want. This from my buddy the Ace of SoCal who tweeted this after Carlos Rodon signed with the Yankees six yeah. years, one sixty two, and Ace, big Dodger fan, one of the smartest Dodger fans I know too. How can a small market team like my Dodgers compete with this? <laughs> <laughs> Rodon was one of those guys that the Dodgers guy was like, yeah, that's a good exactly. He, exactly. He's he's the right. He would have fit in well. That deal, that six years for him. Yes. Yeah, um, I would have been all right with now that him one going too. to the Yankees. I'm okay losing out to the Yankees. Th- th- yeah, they're gonna have to face him now. If Rodon loses, if the Dodgers lose out to him with the Padres, or then, he stays in San Francisco, then I got an issue. Then I got the issue of, wait a minute, you're choosing a team in the West? Let's play that out, though, for a second. Let's say that he did go to San Diego, okay? And let's say that they went out and got him because, well, you know, obviously pitching's a little bit different than going to get a shot. When the Padres got Bogarts, I'm like, fine. It it, it didn't bother me at all. When Correa goes to San Francisco and you see the numbers, you see the term, okay. Because you said it, I said this yesterday or the day before, my only bone of contention with the Dodgers and it's literally the only thing is why do they underperform in the postseason? You can't complain about how they don't spend no, money. Correct. You can't complain how they don't develop their own guys. You can't complain mm-hmm. how they don't go out and, and find undervalued players other places like Muncie and Taylor and Turner. Maybe you, it's Jason Hayward now. It could be Jason Hayward. It could be... Trace Thompson. Tr- tr- they do it over and over and yep. over again. When it's time to spend money, they will. They pay Mookie Betts. They pay Freddie Freeman. They've paid... Trevor Bauer. They will go out and pay the rate to get the best player available when it's on their terms. Mm-hmm. They don't. You look at the Dodger roster right now. They don't have a bad deal on the books. They have some guys that are super expensive, but they give you, you want super production. Give look, Mookie making a hundred million a year, great, worth every single penny. What he's going to do for you, right? He's perfect. It's Mookie at forty one making that money, then. That's the problem. We looked at his, example, his we deal saw is over when he's 39. So we saw Albert Pujols for how many years in Anaheim? Bogarts stealing money. will be a Pujols deal. Correa will be a Pujols deal or a Ryan Howard deal. Those deals that shortly after they're signed, they're like, wait, how many more years do we have this guy for? And for how much? And even if you stretch it out, well, the AAV comes down. Yeah. Instead of paying him 36, we're going to pay him 29 over a longer period. What difference does it make? You still have to, the money's still I going out. I just don't out. get concerned about the Dodgers at all. Because of what you said, the track record and what you see in the minor leagues of what they have. Because every single time you're like, where did this guy come from? Well, you know, um, Eric Stevens does a great job with True Blue LA for the Dodgers site and bringing you tomorrow's guys, mm-hmm. finding out who's dealing in Tulsa and Oklahoma City. And you see some of these guys, like Edwin Rios type guys, where they just show up and they match for you. One Outman, 
whether it's him, I'll, whether right. it, whether it's Vargas, whether it's Cartaya, who, Bush. I love Cartaya. Wh- wh- one or more than one of those guys will be an all-star caliber player. And, and they, they are able to do that, whether it's with Bellinger, whether it's with Lux, whether it's with Smith, whether it's with any of these guys. They no. just can churn their own guys. Kershaw is homegrown. You go down the list of guys, Kenley Jansen was homegrown. They'll go buy a piece here and there, but the backbone of the team is always guys that they've drafted and yeah, developed. I'm just not concerned with them. And people are like, oh, are they going to put all the eggs into the Otani in a couple years? I'd be okay with that. Yeah, okay, great. but You know why I'd be okay with it better more than anything else? Because if they think it's a good idea, it's a good idea. Yeah. And so is everybody else in if, baseball. If, if the first, <laughs> let's, let's, say, let's say that Otani was playing for the Cardinals, right? And he was about to come up. And the Angels went all in. <laughs> good luck with that. Have fun. Right. But if it's the Dodgers, you just they've earned the benefit of the doubt. No. All right. Um, a familiar face in Lakerland. Reportedly, maybe, possibly, Lakers are interested in bringing him back. It's coming up next. It's Travis Slee. Beto's in for Slee. 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. I nearly got that entire second one down during that break. <laughs> we need longer commercials, Mark Cates. Let's go. Bethel shows up. We need tamale commercials. I'm going to need the specific corner that that woman was on because I feel like I need to take yeah. some of these home. Yeah, it's That's on terrific. Uh, Western and Venice, right next to Loyola High. Okay. Right there by Loyola High, right. home of the Cubs. Western and Venice, right there. Uh, Miami of Ohio. Let's is go. Up 19 to 17. Flag on uh, the Blazers. Yeah. So they're going to kick a PAT coming up here. Chance to take a three point lead with about seven minutes to go in the fourth <laughs> quarter. And maybe you're asking yourself, why are Travis and Beto fired up about Miami of Ohio? Red Hawks. Because Beto has an app <laughs> and we're using it. I know, it's because it's in Bahamas and Michael Thompson, sure. we want to support tourism in the Bahamas. Doesn't look like there's a lot of football fans yeah. in the Bahamas. It doesn't look like it's a football stadium either. It's not. I think it's like a soccer pitch like, that they've thrown a couple of goalposts yeah. at each end. Amanda Brown is listening right now saying, uh, we got rid of sports center updates. Why are you giving scores <laughs> yeah, right yeah, now? Well, it's personal. It's not necessarily yeah. a score update along the way. Attaboy Smith. Speaking of um, soccer pitches, Emily told me this. You're a soccer fan, yes? Sure. Yeah. Um, did you know that they do a consolation game in the World Cup? <laughs> Which is funny. We talked about it in my group chat because we're very degenerate. Yeah. So <laughs> you got, got action? <laughs> we were thinking if we should put something on it. Croatia and Morocco, right? Yeah. The the worst thing you can possibly have, right? After you get done. You're this close this to getting close. the ultimate prize. You you play for one thing, to win the World Cup. <laughs> right. And it's like, all right, we're done. Let's get out of here. You're out of it. You can't win. But you need you to play one more game. And a game which, 
and I, Kevin Baxter did an excellent job the LA Times writing the story about it and the Constellation game. And it's been going on for years, but obviously we know what money. Well, sure, but I mean, I guess, I guess I know that there's money involved for the teams and the yeah, federations. Couple millions. And, yeah, but I think the winner gets twenty seven, the yeah. loser gets like twenty five or something. But so you the, just said it, the federations. Yeah. Now, now in the Olympics, I understand it because you're playing for bronze. Sure, that's you, different. You get a thing, that you get is, a medal, you, and you might not. You so you have to compete. I get that. You know, there's a bronze medal game. Okay, cool. Because if you forever be known as an Olympic medalist, right? Right. Great. You know, if you come in fourth, oh. That's the worst. This dude. is, you get to finish third. Good. And the Olympics, amazing. <laughs> yeah, you no, finish, but this isn't, this isn't, you don't get no. a bronze medal, you finish third. third. And it's a game you got to play, and like, you look at your opponent like, oh, you guys lost two? Yeah, we lost two. All right, whatever. Nothing worse than the Constellation because, game. I, I'm trying to think, I know that a million years ago, the NCAA tournament used to have a Constellation game. Really? Yeah. That in the '60s they used to have the third place game, right? And Ooh. then they they got rid of it because it was like, the hell are we doing with this? Feels oddly very soccer. You know what I mean? I, this... I can't even put my finger on what I mean by that, but it feels very soccery that they have a consolation game. People well, that cheer for ties. Yeah, like it works for yeah. a consolation. This is like the people <laughs> that bet with the house at the craps table. What a miserable yeah. piece of you know what. <laughs> when you see somebody on the don't pass yeah. line, you're like, are you just really? Keep on walking. You're Get your betting stuff against every, everyone here hates your guts the second you put that bet on that and don't like, pass yeah, line. Yeah, it's the best odds. Yeah, that's why. But get out of here. Get your best odds and go somewhere else. No, but this is very, you said secret, soccer? It's not. It's very FIFA. Did you watch the FIFA Uncovered on uh, Netflix? I, yes. This is all a big money grab. So you said it. It's making money- for the federations, federations, yeah, right? Concacaf or whoever it is, you're going to make money for them, and those presidents are probably getting a big cut. I that. can't. That's um, all it is. You, you, I can't imagine. You spend basically four years getting ready for this tournament. You get into the tournament. You play really, really well. You get out of the the pool play. You go into the knockout round. You win your first round match. You win your second round match. You're in the semifinals. You are two wins away from being a World Cup champion. You lose. Heartbreaking. Devastating. That you 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 saw your dream this far away. You just had Messi you take your heart it. out. Yeah, Messi and Mbappe did work on you. And now it's like, oh, yeah, real quick, before you jump on that plane to go home, we're going to need you to do this one more time. There's really nothing in it for you at all, but run it back one more time. And Stupid. you're in a country where you can't even drink your sorrows away, right. so you just want to get out of here. But um, yeah, I it, like how they changed that rule like five minutes before the tournament started. Real quick, like. <laughs> real quick, like. And we'll let you guys have a few beers. Nah, we changed our mind. It's going to cost you 18 bucks for a Corona, but hey. I, shoot, I'd pay 18 bucks for a Corona if I had to go over there. Well, and you go to the Dodger game anyways, right? <laughs> yeah, Let's, right? You know what? <sighs> That, so okay, every time like a golf term, like the PGA Championship will show up in Tulsa, Oklahoma, right, Southern Hills, and like, can you? They're getting twelve dollars for a beer. I'm like, they're eighteen dollars for the Dodgers Pirates on a Tuesday night. Like, what do you, what do you mean? Yeah. What are you complaining about yeah. right here? This is a bargain. You should be buying them by the caseload. And this is why the third place game, Morocco, Croatia, all kinds of odds for it, man. So will I watch it? Who are we gonna get down on? Ah, uh, right now. <laughs> Well, actually, the story that Kevin Baxter had, how most of the games are scoreless. Really? Yeah. Because nobody gives a damn? They don't give it. It's like the Pro Bowl. Like, eh, you know, if you want to go ahead, cool, no problem, whatever. Just run around for 90 minutes, get my check, and let's get out of here. The draw, plus 325. That's the favorite? Draw is the favorite? Uh, no, Morocco's the favorite by one goal. Okay. So Croatia, from what it looks like, according to the odds makers, Croatia don't care. <laughs> Croatia's like, because Morocco still has a chance to make history. 
Well, they, yeah, true. Because Croatia first was African the country to make, the last time. Yeah. So right? first African country to get to the semifinals. So they have a chance to make history for them. Okay, I can see that. I can see Barocco being a little bit more fired up. How much? Uh, you know, <laughs> what are we going to do? How much am I getting paid today? Well, it depends if, if our Miami of Ohio bet yeah. comes through. Let's <laughs> see. Tamales, $2 a tamale. Got to have a tamale you money. bet tamales. That's a good way to do it. Um, Chris Haynes, uh, NBA reporter, said yep. that the Lakers reached out to the Wizards about the possibility of maybe bringing Kyle Kuzma back. Kyle yeah. Kuzma is going to be a free agent at the end of the year. Um, he's had a pretty nice year. He's putting up some stats, at least. This feels like one of those things that is familiar. You see the name, you know. Oh, we were covered a fumble. fumble. Let's, Let's go, go Red Hawks. <laughs> Woo! Do we, do, we, do we take a knee? Do we run up the clock with six, six minutes to go? <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, so Kyle Kuzma, yeah, yeah, I'm far more interested in this kid coughing up the ball. Well, this is interesting because it happened yesterday, right? Twitter, mm-hmm. Laker Twitter was trending about this. See this a lot, and people, oh, because he sent the tweet about how great it is to be back in the good weather and stuff like that, right? So this goes back to me being me. Hmm, Kyle Kuzma, teams have reached out to him. Lakers, maybe where we're in December. Trade deadlines win. It just opened up a couple of days ago. Oh, really? Ago. It just all of a sudden just happened to open up, and all of a sudden, Kuzma's a point of interest. And you see all the Laker fans, we never should have let him go! That, that is my least... I, that entire <sighs> philosophy Business. Of, Business. Of, of, oh, we should... I was doing Laker pre and post when Kyle Kuzma was here. That's for a why I brought years. it up. People hated him. <laughs> yes. Right? They were so frustrated. I shouldn't say hate him. They were so frustrated. Well, why doesn't he do it? Guys, Kyle Kuzma was a late first-round draft pick that was better than you thought he was going to be. Whatever you got was kind of foundability in this guy. Mm-hmm. He was never going to turn into the second coming of Magic Johnson or Kobe Bryant. He's a, he's a solid NBA player. Yes. Now, the rub is... Lakers could use a couple more solid NBA players. Now, right. At that time, they had excess. He's far more valuable to them now yeah. than he was a couple of years ago. And he's a better player now. He is a better player, but the, but the same problem that he was here then is still the same problem now, which is he basically does exactly what LeBron James does. They're, they, they're, obviously, he's not LeBron James, but they're the same. They do the same things on the court. LeBron just does them a lot better. Mm-hmm. So how many minutes is he getting? How many opportunities is he getting? Because the only way the Lakers are going to go do anything anyway is if LeBron and AD do what they're supposed to do. You need somebody that compliments LeBron and AD, not somebody that is repetitive on what they do. So I've been less and less on Twitter. Just whatever. Musk push you off? Kind of. Um, <laughs> so I've been using it only when I'm working. So just for interacting like, you know, with the people, but I've been less and less on it. So yesterday... Plus, it's been busy, right? So I love going and seeing Laker Twitter just to observe from the outside. Mm-hmm. See, because Laker fans are super smart and I, I, I would and super delusional. I was going to say <laughs> half of them are really plugged in and smart, and half of them are out of their bleeping exactly. minds. So there's really, really smart Laker Twitter. There's really, really delusional Laker Twitter, and there's really, really we got seventeen banners Twitter. Like, okay, guy, that was a long time ago. You were you were good. You're not good right now. Like, it's okay to admit that the Clippers are a better team than you right now. It, it's okay to say that. That being said, the Kuzma part is bring him back here. Bring him back. It goes back to the what the Lakers always do. Go back to try to get better. Go back to try to improve because it worked for us here instead of progressing. 
Kuzma, nice player. Good for him. Is he going to be a fit? Just like you said, not the fit that you Not need. really. No, it's it's going back to an ex-girlfriend. You broke up for a reason. Yeah, and you saw her, and you know what? You saw <laughs> She looked her. good. You're like, whoa, we broke up, and then she hit the gym. She started running. <laughs> she, she went to a new doctor. It, it could just be one of the I haven't seen her in a long time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I now I remember what, but yeah. then you get and back to the, and the, yeah, and and the right, girl I'm going out with everything. right now is like a pain in the neck, <laughs> and this one was nice to me. Why did I, it's, hey, maybe I've grown. Maybe mm. I've gotten better. No, you haven't. You're still got a lot of work. You're both on you. still the same people. Yes. You need shooting. He doesn't do that all that well. You need somebody that can defend the three. He's not terrible <sighs> at that along the way. But this is not the solution to the Laker problem. That's missed. It. Shank to the right. He missed. Laces it. out. Come on. That would have been a nice little cushion to have. We need more out of our uh, Miami of Ohio. Laces out. Miami of Ohio misses. <laughs> <laughs> a long factor cap coming up next it's Travis Lee 710 ESPN 10 seconds on the clock how many things can you name that are always growing your relationships your skills your customer base how about businesses on Shopify <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage Shopify's there to help you grow Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey guys, and uh, Beto, just so you know, fact is true, Cap is uh, false. Beto knows, he has children. I live near uh, that place, uh, Loyola High School. I live, uh, like, I'm walking distance to that, so maybe I'll go by the tamale place later. You're right there? Yes, that's where I live. Interesting. I know. I know. Yeah, I mean, yes. Travis is seeing where I live. How about you don't walk there, just drive there. I could drive there. I could drive there quickly. All right. Yeah, that's great. All right, so Taylor sent me a video of the Grizzly doing the wave on the bench during their game against the Bucks. So this is the age-old debate, the wave sucks. Travis, Fetter Cap. It, the wave is great until you're about 14 or 15, and you're like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm just going to sit in my seat. Uh, I loved it as a kid. When I, I remember the first time I saw it, oddly enough, I was at the 1984 Olympics. They played the baseball at Dodger Stadium, and I was at Korea, not Korea, Japan against USA, um, and the Japanese team just absolutely destroyed the Americans in the in the uh, Olympic baseball in 84. And the Japanese fans started doing it. And that's the first time I'd ever seen it. It was awesome. I must have jumped up and down every time it came around for a good two or three innings. And I don't think I've done it since. But when you're little, the wave is great. Cap, but you know why? Because the wave is awesome. <laughs> this is why I love it. Because it pisses old people off. And I love seeing people get off my lawn. Because when you're at the game, and you see a little kid all excited about it. That's what it's all about. It's about enjoying that experience. So I'm all about the wave. 
mind you, and you're doing now if you're doing it in the ninth inning of a no hitter, then you're stupid. <laughs> but baseball is boring. Baseball takes forever. Baseball sucks at times when you're watching the Brewers for the 80th time, July 14th, and it's 9:30, and you're like, this is why they sell the beer and peanuts. Exactly, Sit there and eat your beer and or drink your peanuts, hey. or vice versa. And I'm, like, now, do I do the wave? No, I I stay seated yeah. and I put the hand up. I go, yay, and yeah. I and I always yell. I, I, don't don't drown don't drown like <laughs> but i did start I, the wave I, I do like the little half-ass little, hey. yeah i'm not gonna be the one like oh, don't do the do hands the not the standing up uh taylor what about you fact in this scenario so at a basketball game it sucks but oh wait, wait, wait we're talking about basketball yeah the grizzlies were doing no, it no i said the wave sucks that's that was the no the wave at basketball sucks yeah. Yeah. The, the wave has to be outside the players on the grizzlies bench were doing the wave with the fans as they were blowing out the bucks by during 40 the yeah, that's yeah. during the game oh that's cool <laughs> yeah. if you're doing it with <laughs> the fans the no because if, if you're doing it with the, if the players are involved that's cool <laughs> I like it at baseball games, so yeah, I'll baseball. throw my arm up. Yay. Like, you, we get out of your seat, or you just go, eh? No, I just put my arms up. Yeah, they're, they're long six arms. Five. He's getting sick. Yeah. That's like standing up for I, a I, And I also just like upsetting people. So. Emily, do you get? Do you wave? <laughs> I No, she hates the wave. I don't hate the wave. This is a statement. That <laughs> I'm not, uh, She's I, impartial. She's just asking here. I'm just asking. But I, I like the, I, I'll do the wave. It depends on my mood or whatever. And again, if there's a kid leading it, obviously I'm going to play along. But if it's, there's no kids in there, I might just do the just the hands. Yeah. I'm not a big wave person. Yeah, it's also, too, there's got to be wave etiquette. Yes. If you've tried to start the wave for three innings, sit down, bro. Right. Sit down. And then you're yelling at me if I'm not sitting up because we're yeah. the only section I doing do. it. No, thank you. And also, don't do the wave when there's an empty section next to you. Hey, if right field is empty, don't go to right field. I do get an odd amount of satisfaction where you finally get your section on board, yeah. right? And all of a sudden it's, hey, and then it moves like a section and you've lost 80% of the people. Yep. And then by the time <laughs> it gets to the second section, it's completely gone. Exactly. I do like that. Yeah. So um, Baker Mayfield was the Nickelodeon player of the week. And so he got slimed. The Rams just post- posted a picture on Twitter about it. You know, he's just covered in the green stuff. So um, <laughs> for, if for some reason you got into the situation, you would accept being slimed. You would not be mad about getting slimed. Beto, factor cap. What do you think? Bring it on, <laughs> yeah. Like, Heck yeah. You know why? Because if I'm getting slimed, I have a new demographic of fans right now. <laughs> because people are paying attention to me. And it's that's, there's a reason that Nickelodeon game does well in the ratings. Not just because Noah Eagle, the voice of the Clippers, I think he's 25 years old. But because you have people talking about it. And, and this business, please talk about me. If not, I'm not going to be working. Right. No, it's funny. So I want to say the show is you can't do that on television. I think is where it originally comes from, or so, something sure. like that on Nickelodeon. This just goes back to the eighties, oh, and okay. I used to watch that show as a, as a kid. And you would see the kids and the teachers and all that get slimed. It was awesome. And all I wanted was <laughs> that was to on get, Double Dare. Remember that? Double? Maybe it was Double, Double Dare, Dare with yeah, Mark yeah, Summers. Yeah, that's what yeah. it was. You guys and, don't know. <laughs> and, and you would get the green slime. Yeah. And I, I desperately wanted to be on that show for no other reason than to get yeah. slime. So even though I'm 51 now, yeah. Then they had a live interaction in Double Dare. They go to the mall sometimes. <laughs> right, right, yeah. right. And you have to do all those challenges and yeah. slot right through the ringer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah don't great. worry about it. Let us be 40 right here. <laughs> <laughs> Terrific. Two, four, six, eight. <laughs> Donna Martin graduate. Damn it, UAP. Oh, wait, we got a minute 34. We need, do we need a, Oh, see, that's why that missed field goal kills us. If we make that field goal, we only need a field goal here instead. Let's go, Red Hawks, baby. Red Hawks. Boo. One, 
cap. No, I don't oh, want to get slime. You still want to play this one? <laughs> I'm not trying to get slime. What's in that stuff? I don't even know. You're going to smell like slime for so two weeks, it, probably. It's like, it used to be like applesauce, something like that. It, it's like it's a combination of... A applesauce? It looks like yeah. it's got the consistency. It's not You grew blue. up in Iowa where there's pesticides all over the fields, and you're worried about <laughs> slime. <laughs> I don't know. This whole generation got slimed, and look where we're at now. <laughs> yeah, we're hosting. <laughs> look, what we, look what we did. Look at the mess we've created. I actually have been slimed, so at the amusement park near my, where I grew up, they have um, they had this like slime time live Lucky. thing at the amusement park, and so one day I was picked to play a game, and I got slimed, and it was really really fun. It was and, like apple saucy kind of. Yeah, it was like apple saucy. It was green. It was like a little chunky at points, but then you know they, they gave you a place to, like go clean off and stuff. So it was a hose actually in a, in a moist <laughs> towelette. It was early in the amusement park <laughs> days. So I'm sure my parents apples, weren't man. happy. Travis, we're in trouble. <laughs> uh, we need a touchdown to win, man. I know. I know. Hey, believe. Yeah, it would have. All right. Um, so uh, this Hold is. Could make another bet. <laughs> this Go is ahead, um, a debate within my um, a group chat of mine. But you would rather live without deodorant before you would live without toothpaste. Taylor, Patrick, Cap. Oh, that's Ooh. a tough one. Emily. That is a tough one. Huh? I I sweat a lot, but. I don't know. I guess I'll just have to have everybody else deal with it around me because the no toothpasting, I mean, I'm going to feel it in my mouth every day. It's going to be disgusting. And the no deodorant, other people are going to have to suffer. I'll get used to it. Yeah. Trav? I think I'm going to go the other way. I, you're, you're not wrong about what you're saying, Taylor, but even like, for instance, occasionally you, you wake up or say, and you'll eat something right away and that funk that has developed overnight, like it's kind of gone for it. You just, you'd have to keep eating to keep beating it back. Whatever's going on inside your mouth. To your point, though, Taylor, about having the bo that everyone yeah. eventually it's going to overtake you, right? You're going to have to deal with your own funkiness at some point. So both bad choices. But if I had to give up one, probably the toothpaste. Yeah, give up the toothpaste just because Jerry Seinfeld sold the car. Remember the, the Seinfeld? Oh, he yeah, had a stinky the, car. The bo over to it took over, <laughs> and also alcohol cures everything. So you keep on drinking, and your mouth is going to be. Perfectly fine. It tastes like Hendrix gin. <laughs> and gin, ready tequila, to whatever you want. Just swish it around. Uh, there you go. All right. I'm going to go to Taylor for this next story, but my statement's going to be this is acceptable from Taylor. So, Taylor, go ahead and tell your story. Okay. As you guys know, I play at the Lighthouse with my band, Country Cartel, pretty much every Wednesday. Um, oh, for real? Yeah. We're playing uh, American Junkie tonight. Oh, wow. So, uh, I go there and- Good for you. I man. always go like an hour early so I can get a meal because I don't drink. You know, they give us free drinks, free food. So, I, you know, I'll grab some food, some fish tacos, whatever. But I see the same bartenders every week. So I tip them just like once a month. But it's a bigger tip. So I'm asking, is this acceptable to do if it's the same bartenders? Patrick, Travis? Yeah. If it's the same bartenders, they know that's your routine. Like if this were a new person and you got served and you didn't tip them, that would be weird. But if it's the same person week after week after week, it's like you can pay your bills, you know, every time you get them or you can wait till the end of the month, right? And pay them all at the same time. I'm all right with that. As long as you're tipping them, whether it's in one shot or two or three or four, it's all good. I get where you're going with this, but I'm going to go the opposite because- Bartenders split their tips, don't they? Typically. Yeah. And is it always the same crew working together? Usually. All right, but every now and then there's a different guy that kind of Sometimes slips in there. Yeah, a different girl. So you, some people might get gypped and they might think the wrong thing about it. And also sometimes these bartenders are like, dude, I want to, they'll give you the better service. And I get where you're coming from. You're a good heart right here. 
but sometimes they need that money that week or that night or they might need to go get their own party on afterwards. So those <laughs> yeah. 20 bucks that you give that night might be the factor. Because cash is rules. Especially in that business. Yep. I got one more for you guys. So uh, during the uh, Celtics-Laker game this week, there is uh, two guys that got on camera <laughs> that were dressed head to toe in <laughs> full gear. Like they like they could have gotten the court at any point in time and they were dressed up like that. So if you went to a game and your friend was in full uniform to go to a professional sporting event, you'd pretend that you didn't know them. Travis, Patrick <laughs> Um, I, I think that would probably be the end of our relationship uh, because first of all I, I have a hard time believing Beto that I would have a friend in my life that would do like something like that that I wouldn't know that's how they roll right mm-hmm. right did all of a sudden somebody that I've known for years and years and we go to a Dodger game and he shows up in a Mookie Betts uniform that would be very very what peculiar if it's a work me. thing maybe what if it's like Sam Pine if it's a stunt so it was a stunt that's this guy's an actor and he listens to the station that's yeah. different if it's a stunt I could get with it but if you're just like oh no this is how if you're the face painter right if yeah you're putty, putty then no it. man we're done with that now if you're given to me and I'm gonna get courtside tickets and I have to dress up mm, I'm gonna stay home <laughs> I'm not doing this. But the guy is a listener to the station. Uh, he was tweeting about how Mason and I were talking about him. Oh, my God, this is so great. And he's an actor, comedian, all that other stuff. So it's L.A. Of course, everybody's doing a So a this bit. was an attempt to get noticed that was successful. I get, He has a big following already. So he got, he, I mean, he got the national attention. Good for him. What? Wh- whose uniform was he wearing? Uh, uh, I can't remember. It was uh, Mikhail was one guy. And then the other, Rampus. That's pretty mm. funny. Yeah. Uh, Taylor, what about you? Yeah, the friendship's over. Isn't there like a fake? Well, who's the baseball player that that follows that? Is it you? Oh, Tony. Oh, Darvish. It's you, Darvish. Little Dar- Little yeah. Vish. Mini Vish. Mini Vish. Yeah, we, I think we that's were together the only- yeah. when we saw that dude. Yes, but, I, but I, here's the, the here's the rub. They look a yeah. lot alike. That's the only a exception. Lot, a lot alike, but the thing two, is, two foot difference. You Darvish, the the real you, he's six like five. six five. He's yeah. a huge guy. Mini Vish is like <laughs> five five. It, it is. It looks like his son. Only he's got a beard yeah. like like you Darvish. And he travels Mini, the country with him. Yeah. It, he when he plays for the Dodgers, he's dressed yeah. like a Dodger. Yeah. When he played for the Rangers, he was dressed like. That's a, a lot of money in uniforms. I think that's acceptable though. I like that guy. Yeah, if you're it's, an impersonator. Because it's cosplay. There's a lot of people out there doing different things. And you see that more in the NFL because the fans are like, remember uh, Fire Hydrant Ed, the, the Jets guy? The Jets, well, there's the, the Broncos guy had a barrel. The, bar- the, the uh, barrel man. And he never wore a shirt. Good right. for him. So, like, football, little character for you're going to a Lager game, and then like you're you're mimicking Kurt Rambis. Like, who really remembers Kurt Rambis anymore? <laughs> Me. Exactly. You. Okay, the audience of <laughs> Kurt. If your audience is Travis Rogers, change it up, bro. <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty loyal. Boy, would you have my attention? You've got it for a while. Speaking of the Lakers, (laughs) Anthony Davis uh, is awesome again. When will he be awesome for good? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Part of the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. 
little bit late ask Beto, but I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, <laughs> it's actually, it was on time. I just didn't get to it, but I wanted to double back. This is, uh, it says, one of these has to go. Menudo or Pozole? Also, are you a hominy guy in your Menudo? Hashtag ask Beto. First of all, neither's got to go, bro. We got to keep them both. Nope, that's not the game. Uh, one's got to go. I'm going to keep Pozole. Uh, Menudo's got to go because it has that tripe. I really don't like the tripe. Does, does anybody? No, but it just. <laughs> yeah. But man, because so Menudo's okay, but I can't. The tripe no, is. No, no, no. You, you, you suck on a little bit and that's it. Yeah. Um, but uh, hominy? Yeah, give me the hominy, bro. I like that. And maize? That's no problem. So Pozzoli stays. Oh yeah. Okay. Get down. But it's got to be the purple one. Think... The. Don't worry. I'll explain to you later. Okay. <laughs> I, well, I like to learn things. The, yeah. the purple one. The hominy's good in there though. Oh yeah. I, look, I'm team. Anytime you can add something <laughs> to the thing that you already like, I like that. I right? swear, you're not from Arcadia, man. You're like you're like the other side of Pasadena, I, man. You're all right. I mean, Duarte? Yeah, I can give you Duarte. <laughs> okay, I'll take that. I'll give you a little Duarte. I'll you know? take that. Um, yeah, a little Alhambra-ish for you. Yeah, I can give you ha- that. Has Miami of Ohio never run a two-minute drill? Because man, I no feel kidding. like this is not going the way that we need it to go. Trav, I'm going to have to come back to work next week. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so Miami of Ohio, Beto and I are on that side of the uh, coin. We just need them to win. They missed a field goal that would have given them a six-point lead, and they gave up a touchdown. So now they're down by four, and they had about a minute to go, about 60 yards and two timeouts. You're really breaking down Miami, Ohio, UAB. Here's here's the problem. (laughs) I'm not breaking down the game. I'm breaking down the fact that I don't understand how people rise to a position where you don't understand the – I've never coached a football game in my life. The ball has to be thrown to the sidelines, and your receiver has to go out of bounds. They're throwing the ball to the middle of the field, Pedro. Yeah, earlier you said, what are we doing? Never bet against the coach in a sweater vest right now. <laughs> bet against the coach in a sweater vest. Come on, Jim Trestleless. What are we doing? What are we, what are we, see, this is why we're talking about you sports parents. This is why you don't sit with parents. All they say, what are we doing? Get out of bounds. Get out of bounds. There we go. All right. We're on the, uh, all the parents are seconds. What are we doing? Hey, right the there. coach has a plan. All right. We don't know what the plan is, but everybody, what are you doing? Why are you kicking it over there? Why are you taking that shot? All this, why, why, why? It's very, very frustrating. Yes. For five bucks, too. <laughs> no, we can win 25 out of this. Well, I right? know, but it's it just feels like... Well, then I can't go to really Starbucks if they lose. <laughs> I'll t- you bought tamales, I'll buy you Starbucks. But How about tamales that? cash only, baby. Yeah. Go deep! Go Uh-oh, deep! Oh, here we go. All right, well. Uh, what, are you, what are you doing? You know what? <laughs> so here's another thing I'd like my two-minute drill quarterback to be able to do. When we're throwing the ball down the field to try to get 30, 40 yards in a play, maybe we have the ball come down and bounce. Is, it, is, <laughs> that, is that a lot to ask? <laughs> Is, I understand that this isn't Georgia, Michigan, and you know, uh, hey, they're USC. D1 athletes. I, th- they are. Look, I played at a mid-major school myself. I'm aware, but this would be the equivalent of me throwing the ball halfway up the backstop. Well, this is also a game that has awesome names. The guy uh, that, the, was was that picked. The, oh wow! Uh, oh, the first down. Right the intended receiver was Hippenhammer. What about Fish McWilliams? Fish McWilliams is playing. <laughs> yeah, Fish McWilliams is in this game, too. Tate yeah. Reed? Tater Reed? Yeah. Hip and hammer. Right, Ten this, seconds. This Go to the end zone. Yeah, throw in the end Come zone, on. dude. Go to the end zone. Oh, no. No, you can't. Oh, get, out get out of bounds. Get out of bounds, guys. Oh, All right, we got one throw one to the end zone. One second left. One throw oh. to the end zone. Does Bethel get Flag. Starbucks today or not? Flag. Uh-oh. This could be it's, it's a hold. It's the end of the game. Oh, That's man. no good. That's no good. That's on Wilson Beaverstock. That is a real name. That was his name. The hometown yeah, lenders game. Bahama Bulls. Uh, you know, it's always a legendary game. It always comes down to who wants some more. Gambling's fun. Yeah. <laughs> when it's not your money. <laughs> I owe you two fifty. Yeah. Hold on, I'll, let's see. Face mask. 
against oh, yeah, we're moving up. There we go. We're moving 15 yards. <laughs> There's people. Now I got a chance to throw it in the end zone. Any There's, time on the clock? Uh, one, one second. second. Uh, no, but do they add anymore? No, 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 no. There's All people right. driving around right now going, are, the Lakers want? Nuggets tonight. Come on. And you guys are t- Lakers Nuggets do play tonight. Yeah, but it, we're got Mac action football. We'll, don't, we'll get back to it in a second. We'll get back to the action. And just, by the way, they're on the 15-yard line. You can run a real play here. Hey, man, don't talk about the Lakers. You don't even have hey, no Pepe Mantilla says Pozole. See, we got, we got Pepe Mantilla. Pepe, we got one second left. We need the Miami Pepe. Red Hawks. Pepe's a huge uh, Rams fan. Oh, yeah. Pepe's yeah. a smart man. Yeah. Go to the end zone, bro. Go to the end zone. Get in there. Get in there. Oh, my goodness. Tackled on the the two-yard line. The game ends. Tackled on the two-yard line. It's like the Titans-Rams Super Bowl right there. (laughs) Yeah, it was. a perfect example. Exactly what it was my Super Bowl. So, I guess. uh, Sweater vest guy loses and Fish McWilliams wins. And Trent Dilfer. And Trent Dilfer is, I don't know if he gets the win on this one. Or not. All right, back to the Lakers. Right. I'm making you do it better. I'm twisting your arm here. No, you talk bit. on your own. I got to make another bet. <laughs> All what, right, what's I'll, next? Talk, I'll talk on my own. Emily, would you like to talk about the Lakers with me for a second? Taylor? <laughs> I got you. What's up? All right. <sighs> At what point, Taylor, not you, Beto, not you, Emily, um, Anthony Davis has been terrific Man. for what, a month now? Right? Not not just yeah, good, but like a little longer than that. He's M- had a great year. MVP level good. When do you just assume that this is Anthony Davis, that Anthony Davis is back to that guy that the Lakers went and acquired in the first place, who every night he walks onto that court, he's either the best player or a very close second best he's player. He's so good right now. He's on fire. The attitude. But he's better, healthy also. Tell me you don't hold your breath every, every time. single time he every jumps. Every time he's out there, you're like, oh, come on, man. Stay healthy. Whenever stay he hits healthy. the floor, don't tell me you're just... And he hits the floor a lot. Yes. So when do we stop doing that? Does it, does he have to go through an entire season of being this version of AD, or are you still going to think that it's the guy that every time he goes for a layup or shoots a jump or a fadeaway that he's lying on the ground and you're thinking he's going to get up wincing and limping? I don't think it's good to think that way. You know, which is just we don't think that way about Durant. I mean, he gets hurt a lot, and but he's not, not like that. That. he's not banging around not, the way like he does. that. When he comes back, though, I mean, we just assume he's going to come back to the same level, and that's what AD does when he comes back. You know, but he's been two years. Got to hold your breath. Been that's what I mean. When do we stop holding our breath? That's, that's I don't, the I don't think we ever do with him. Some guys you do. No, Never. as far as the holding the breath, because of the way that he plays and the fact that he's been so well now because he's in the paint. He's not shooting those threes anymore now. The end of the game the other day, he, he was dog tired, played all but two minutes. So he took that three at the end. That's just when you're exhausted and you right. can't even get down to the court anymore. But the way that he plays in the paint, that's what you're seeing New Orleans type AD, where he was taking over a game. Remember when he was with New Orleans and he would show up to LA? It was like, oh, we got to go see AD. Right. We got to go do this. This is why you traded away everything that you did to get this guy right here. Yes, but he disappeared for two years. That, that, that's, he was also that, hurt. That's the whole he point. was also hurt. I, I don't. Di- yes, there's an explanation for why he didn't play well, and that's that he's hurt, and that's that. I agree with you. He started playing more of a perimeter game as opposed to an interior game, which is a mistake in my opinion. I think that the numbers bear out that he's much better closer to the basket than he is far away from the basket. But it doesn't change the fact that he was getting hurt all the time, and it wasn't just that he would miss games. It was there were a bunch of games where he would play, but he was invisible. Where he'd play, he's playing scared. He's gun shy. He, he's thinking about those injuries. I all think. of those, absolutely, things, all of those things. This is gone, or at least it's gone for the time being. For me, it feels like you got to almost get to the end of the line, uh, get to the end of the season, see an entire season of him playing great basketball until to just, just kind of say, okay, he's we're we're good. We can 
exhale to use your uh, analysis. I'm Taylor, waiting I'm for not a hamstring anymore. I'm waiting for a hamstring to pop Something. Up. I don't even know what it could be. Which do. sucks because you shouldn't be thinking that way about no, an elite athlete. That way. But, okay, yeah, I get you saying you want to be kumbaya, all positive, all that other stuff about him. This is not going to happen. But at the same time, the reality is the track record of him, what he does, how there's always something there, right? Remember Dwight Howard for a while, too? Always had something there. Big guys get hurt. Well, I'll take it to a different sport. You know, going into next season, that Clayton Kershaw will miss time at least once and probably twice. That's just it's just what happens. But that's it, okay. It, it is okay as long as you know that when he's there, he's going to be Clayton Kershaw. With Anthony Davis, it's been when he's there. Sometimes he's Anthony Davis, and sometimes he's a guy wearing Anthony Davis's face. You know, he looks a lot like him. He right. doesn't move much like him. He doesn't play much like him. But that dude, the the Bizarro AD guy, hasn't been around really since the first week or two of the season. He's been terrific, and. I don't know. I, I I'm still he, holding. He got my his breath. legs back underneath him, and you know he's good to go. I think. I hope so. Keep it. I hope so. Just ride it out. But then win some games when he's like this. Yeah, to be an MVP candidate, that's you know <laughs> you got to be top eight. I know I'm asking for too much now. For him to be healthy and win games, how dare I? That's a different conversation. <laughs> One we're gonna have next. It's coming up. It's Travis Slee. Beto's in for Slee. Seven ten. ESPN.